Hello there. Welcome to another life transforming sermon with Dr. Dazwe Tachero. All right, let's go to the word of God. Yesterday we were looking at covenant blessings. Oh man, it was very very powerful and I gave you three keys that activate covenant blessings. Remember we said that grace is available to us but grace does not absolve us from responsibility. There has been a teaching of grace which I believe had been stretched too far that you don't need to do anything. Jesus did everything for you when he died on the cross. He said it is finished and they they tried to um, they tried to suggest that you don't actually have to do anything to receive anything from God because the grace of God has procured everything for you and so the teaching encouraged prayerlessness the teaching encouraged you know not doing things that the covenant we have entered into requires us you know to do for us to receive um, from God you know they try to equate that with the works of the flesh that you don't have to do anything but you see the Bible says that show me your faith and I will show you my faith with works you know and the bible says that faith without works is dead so you can't just say i believe and you don't do anything that corresponds the faith that you have so it's very very important that you attach works you know to the grace of god upon your life there's something that you must do there's something that you must you know practice as a believer to activate covenant blessings so just saying that the grace of god has procured everything for me i think is erroneous i think is stretching grace you know overboard because god expects you you know to do your part because he has already you know done his part it takes two to tango so i gave you three keys yesterday you know that activates covenant blessings upon our lives and the first one was loving god we must love god you must love god for you to activate covenant blessings upon your life the second one was obedience to his voice god is always speaking and i showed you how the voice of god you know reaches us you know god speaks to us through his servants and god speaks to us through his word yeah? when you hear the preaching of the word of god you are actually hearing the voice of god and I told you that it is important for you to take preaching very, very seriously. It's not the time to go to the toilet. And in fact, I want to repeat that because I see people sit in church and when the preacher stands to preach, you know, when I stand and I say, let's open the Bible, you know, in the book of, they stand and go to the toilet. And they go and spend another 10 minutes or 15 minutes in the toilet. By the time they come, you know, they don't know where, you know i have i have i have begun the message from they just pick it in the middle and sometimes what you miss is what you needed to hear you know what you don't get because the enemy knows where your breakthrough is he's a very smart devil you know and he will try and bring distractions you know in your life so that you don't get what you really need so by the time you come what you needed to hear you didn't hear it you are distracted you know you are disconnected from the preaching and you miss the voice of god i mean if you don't hear the voice of god how will you survive in this world how will you get direction for your life how will you get counsel you know for your life so you have to really protect that moment in your life 
you have to prepare your body, you have to prepare your mind, you have to prepare your spirit, you have to prepare your soul. You have to be prepared psychologically, you know, to hear the voice of God. Otherwise, you will be distracted. And that's why you can see that many people don't really, you know, um, don't really maintain or sustain the voice of God in their lives. They don't really keep God's word in their heart. You ask them what was preached and they cannot even tell you because they just think it's a man who is speaking to them. Please, from today, I want you to change your mind. When I stand to preach, it's not just a man you're listening to. You are listening to the voice of God. You are hearing God speaking to you and you have to take that moment very seriously. You have to concentrate. You have to give me 100% of your attention. You have to listen keenly because God is speaking to you and you have to hang on every word that is coming out of my mouth because I am God's mouthpiece to your life. Your pastor is God's mouthpiece. The person who is standing there to preach is God's mouthpiece, you know, and every word counts. Every word counts. I want to repeat, every word that comes out of God's mouthpiece counts in your life. You should never take it, you know, lightly. God is speaking to you directly. That's how you hear God's voice. So from today, change your mind. From today, I, mean, I want you to take preaching very seriously. From today, I want you, when it is time for preaching, you settle down, you sit. It's not time to move around. It's not time to fidget. It is not time, you know, to allow your mind to wander and go home or go to your office or go back, you know, you know, to your past. It is time to consider because you are hearing God's voice. The second way is by studying the word of God. When you study the word of God, you hear God's voice. And of course, the third one is practicing his commandments. Everything that God has said in his word, he expects you to practice it. When you hear a message, it is a challenge to you to do something about that message because God does not just waste words. I remember I said yesterday that God is not in the business of entertaining us. He's in the business of changing us. God is not in the business of entertaining you. He's in the business of transforming you into the image of Jesus Christ. He wants you to measure up, you know, to the stature, to the measure and the fullness of Jesus Christ. So he, he speaks so that you may change. He speaks so that you may align your life to what he has said. He speaks so that you may align your priorities to what he has said. And that's why it's important for you to be able to um, come to a place of obedience where you obey his word. You practice his word. You practice the commandments of God upon your life. That is how you activate covenant blessings. Otherwise, you will shout about the covenant blessings. You will say so many things about the covenant blessings that they are coming upon your life. But if you don't practice the word, let me tell you, like the man who sees or looks at the mirror and forgets how he looks like, you must be a doer of the word, not just a forgetful hearer. From today, we must hear. We must hear. We must hear God's word. Not just, you know, uh, we must hear and practice God's word, not just, you know, hearing. And then we say it was a good message. It was a powerful message. I was so blessed. It was amazing. Oh, my goodness. The anointing, the articulation, the word. Oh, it was so powerful. No, you have to go beyond that and practice God's word. God is not impressed when you just say the word is the word was powerful. God is impressed when you practice that word because you are 
doing your part in, the, in as far as his covenant uh, 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 as far as his covenant with you is concerned and because you have done your part he is obligated because he's committed to his covenant he is obligated to do his part as well so from today make sure that you practice god's word so i want to continue from there and give you um number four hallelujah how do you activate covenant blessings you must have faith in god you must have faith in God. What is faith? Faith is confidence and trust in who God is and what he says. You must have faith in God. You must have confidence and trust in who God is and in what he says. You believe him beyond any shadow of doubt. Hmm. Do you know that it is so easy to doubt than to believe? In fact, we doubt faster than we believe. It is a lot easier to doubt than to believe. Many believers are like Thomas. You know Thomas? Thomas was a disciple of Jesus Christ. He followed Jesus Christ. He was chosen by Jesus Christ. Remember Jesus chose him among the twelve when he came down from the mountain. He followed Jesus. He was in Jesus' meetings. He attended Jesus' crusades. He saw raw power. Have you ever seen raw power? Eh? Thomas saw raw power. He experienced raw power. He saw the raising of Lazarus, a man who was dead for four days. A man who was stinking. Maggots and worms had started, you know, feasting on his flesh. He saw raw power. He saw lepers being cleansed. He saw the blind, blind Bartimaeus see. This guy saw raw power. I'm telling you, he saw Jesus, you know, uh, speak to cripples and they walk. He saw Jesus, you know, uh, minister powerfully. He saw Jesus teaching the word of God. He saw Jesus multiply fish and bread to feed 15,000 people. Hey, that is such a huge, huge miracle. In those days, they didn't have factories. You know, the way we have factories for manufacturing bread or producing bread. Jesus took bread, lunch, which belonged to a small boy, and prayed, and it multiplied. And 15,000 people were filled until there was a surplus. I mean, this is a guy who, was, who experienced raw power. He walked with Jesus. He saw the anointing flow out of his life. He saw demons leaving when Jesus showed up in a locality. He experienced supernatural power of God. But at some point he doubted when he was told that Jesus had resurrected. He saw him die. He saw nails going through the palm of his hands. He saw a spear go through his side. He saw how his back was mutilated and blood was streaming down his face, his back, his feet. He saw Jesus on the cross stretched, stretched high and hung wide, you know, and he saw it. He saw Jesus there looking helpless when he was told that Jesus had resurrected from the dead. He said, no, 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 no. I will not believe until I see him. So you see, it's so easy for us to doubt than to believe. We are like Thomas and many of us are following God, serving God. We've been in church for many years. I mean, we have had countless and countless of messages about faith. And yet we find ourselves doubting God instead of believing in what he has said. If you're going to activate covenant blessings in your life, you must be a believer. You must be a staunch believer. You must be a staunch believer who believes in God, who is not swayed by circumstances. 
is somebody that who believes God through and through when things are good and when things are bad. You believe God when there is hope. You believe God when there is hopelessness. You believe God when you're on the mountain and you believe God when you are in the valley. You believe God. Amen. It doesn't, it doesn't matter the circumstances. You have chosen to believe God. And let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, if you're going to see covenant blessings flowing in your life, you must be a man of faith. You must be a woman of faith. One of the things that I've been asking God to teach me is to be a man of faith. Because when I read the Bible, I see men of faith. I see women of faith. And I've been telling God, I want this faith that I see in Jesus. I want this faith to operate in my life. The faith that I see in Peter. I want this faith after he was converted. I want this faith that I see in Paul. I want this great faith that I see in the Syrophoenician woman. I want this great faith. You know, that I see in these people who exhibited such a great faith, the woman with the issue of blood. You know, she had so much faith that when she touched the hem of Jesus' garment, there was, there, was, there was an instant miracle that took place in her life. I want this faith to operate in my life. So I've been praying, oh God, I don't want to walk in doubt. I don't want to walk in unbelief. I want to walk by faith. Hallelujah. For we walk by faith and not by sight. And so from today, I want you to determine that you'll be a man of faith. You'll be a woman of faith. You will cast doubt out of your heart. You will not be this man or this woman who entertains doubt and unbelief in his or her heart. You will be a man of faith. You will believe God for everything. Faith will become your currency. Hallelujah. So that even when you don't have money, you still know that God is going to make a way out. Faith will become your currency that even when you lose your job, you will still cling on faith because you know that God is going to work things out in your favor. Even when you have lost opportunities, you still hang on on faith. Faith becomes the currency that you transact business with. You speak faith, you believe faith, and you act faith in your life in the name of Jesus. My goodness, I pray that this morning may your faith explode, may your faith grow. May your faith become great. May you have great faith. Stephen had great faith. May you have great faith and believe God for covenant blessings against all odds in your life in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. This is what the Bible says about, uh, about, about Abraham. In fact, the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6, But without faith it is impossible to please God. For he that comes to him must believe that he is and is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So when you don't have faith, you are out of business with God. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Remember, he, you have entered into a covenant uh, with him. So you must please him first. And how do you please him? By exercising faith. So if you come to him with doubt, God says, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. My covenant can't work with somebody who is full of doubt. So you must engage your faith because the two of you need to be in agreement. You and God, you must be in agreement. You must operate in the same wavelength. Which wavelength is this? Is the wavelength of faith. You must be at the same, at the same, uh, at the same level. Which level is this? Is the level of faith. So you must raise yourself to the level of faith for you to be able to please God. And as you please God, you are able to activate covenant blessings upon your life. Romans chapter 4, this is what the Bible says about, you know, Abraham. Romans chapter 4, verse 18 to 21. Who contrary to hope, in hope believed, 
so that he became the father of many nations. There was no hope, but he still believed. I love this. He believed there was no hope. He was old. Hmm? There was no hope of him getting a child. Sarah, his wife, was old. But the Bible says, who contrary to hope in hope believed so that he became the father of many nations, according to what was spoken. So shall your descendants be. And not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead, since he was about a hundred years old. Hmm. And the deadness of Sarah's womb, he did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith giving glory to God and being fully convinced that what he had believed, he was able to perform it. The guy was a hundred years old, but he still believed in what God said. Sarah had passed the, the childbearing phase of her life, but Abraham still believed. And because he believed, he became a father of many nations. He activated a covenant blessing that God had entered into with him because God told him, I'm going to make him, a, I'm going to make you a father of many nations. It was a covenant. He told him, if you walk before me and you are blameless, if you obey him, if you follow me, I'm going to make you a father of many nations. And he believed. There was no hope, but he still believed. He was growing old, but he still believed. Sarah was growing old, but he still believed. The situation looked bleak, but he still believed. The circumstances were working against him, but he still believed. His body was getting old, but he still believed. He did not consider his body old. He did not consider Sarah's womb as dead. He still believed, and because he believed, God made him a father of many nations. He activated the covenant that God had made with him to bless him and to make him a father of many nations. This morning, I want you to believe against hope. I want you to believe and go against your circumstance, your situation. I know it is screaming to, at you and telling you, you know, this is how things are on the ground. This is the reality on the ground. This cannot happen. This cannot happen. You cannot get a child. You cannot get a, uh, uh, you cannot get a job. You cannot get a breakthrough because of one or two things in your life. I know your circumstance look real, but let me tell you today, I dare you to have faith. I dare you to be like Abraham. I dare you to believe against hope and you will see that God will activate covenant blessings upon your life. I don't know what you're facing. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know how hard it is. I don't know how difficult it is. But this morning, I want to challenge you to have faith like Abraham. I want to challenge you to believe against hope. I want you to, I want you to believe against God, against your circumstance, defy your circumstance, defy your situation, defy the reality on the ground and have faith in God. Believe God for great things. Believe God for the miraculous. Believe God to turn around your situation. Have faith in God that whatever is dead, he has the power to resurrect. Have faith in God that whatever is impossible, he has the power to make him to make it possible in your life. Have faith in God to believe in him that whatever is irreversible, that God can turn it around in your favor. In the name of Jesus, have faith in God. I know you're old. I know you're weak. I know that things are not working well in your life, but today I want to challenge you that may your faith rise. May your faith rise and defy your circumstances. May your faith rise and may you defy your situation. May your faith rise and may you defy the reality on the ground. And when your faith begins to rise, I am telling you, God will say, now my son, now my daughter, we are in business. I am 
I'm ready to perform my word in your life because I can see that you believe in me. You believe in my power. You believe in my ability. You believe in who I am. You believe in what I have said. And when you come to that particular point, you will start seeing the miraculous being unleashed in your life like never before. Hallelujah. As your faith is strengthened this morning, may the miraculous, may the miraculous take place in your life. As your faith is strengthened this morning, May the spectacular take place in your life in the name of Jesus. May that door be open. May that breakthrough be released. May that miracle be granted in the name of Jesus. May that impossible situation be turned around. May covenant blessings be released upon your life this morning in Jesus' name. Somebody shout a big amen. Hallelujah. I want you to type in that comment section that I'm a man of faith. I am a woman of faith. Declare it and confess it right now that I am a man of faith. I am a woman of faith. I will not entertain doubt in my heart. I will not entertain doubt in my mind. I will not live like farmers. I will not operate like farmers. I will not follow God like farmers. I am a man of faith. I am a woman of faith. Declare it and prophesy it over your life this morning in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 17 verse 20, Jesus said to his disciples, for assuredly I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, which mountain are you facing this morning? You can speak to that mountain today. He said, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move and nothing shall be impossible for you if you have faith if you have faith do you have faith this morning or oh, do you feel like faith is rising this morning do you feel like your heart is being stirred this morning do you feel like there is a stirring in your heart for faith to arise within you the bible says jesus speaking to his disciples he's, he told them if you have faith if you have faith as a mustard seed you know a mustard seed was the smallest of the seeds very tiny very small seed and jesus say if you can have faith if you can have faith as small as a mustard seed i can even work with that one i can even work with that one what i need to do what i need to see is faith and if i see faith in your heart i will do miracles that's what jesus is telling somebody here that is what jesus is telling you today if he can see faith in your heart he will work with it if you can see faith in your life he can work with it he says that if you have faith yeah like mustard seed and then you say to this mountain hmm this morning i prophesy every mountain in your life is going to move in the name of jesus it doesn't matter how high the mountain is it doesn't matter how wide the mountain is it doesn't matter for how long the mountain has been in your life this morning that mountain is going to move in the name of jesus i don't know which mountain you're facing I don't know which mountain is before you. I don't know which mountain has become a stumbling block in your life. Jesus says, if you have faith as a mustard seed and you say to the mountain, hmm, move from here to there, it will move and nothing shall be impossible to you 
My goodness, this morning as your faith is rising within you, every mountain has to move. Every mountain must move. When you speak to that mountain, it has to move. When you speak to that difficult situation, it has to move. When you, when you speak to that impossible situation, it has to move this morning. In the name of Jesus, every mountain we declare to you right now, in the name of Jesus, you mountain that has been there for years, you mountain that has been there for weeks, you mountain that has been there for days by faith we command you right now to move out of your place in the name of Jesus you mountain that has stopped people from progressing forward we speak to you right now begin to move in the name of Jesus you mountain of impossibilities you mountain of stagnation you mountain of fear you mountain of disease you mountain of failure we speak to you this morning by faith, begin to move in the name of Jesus. Begin to move. I don't know which mountain you have. I don't know which mountain you're facing. I don't know which mountain has been mounted by the enemy on your path to your destiny, but I dare you to have faith this morning. I dare you to engage your faith this morning. I dare you to activate your faith this morning. You can't live in fear. You can't be intimidated. You can't live beneath God's best for your life. There is faith that is rising within you. And that is faith. That faith is like a mustard seed. That is all God wants. That is all God wants to see. That is all Jesus wants to see. And when you begin to engage that faith, this morning, every mountain, every mountain, every mountain in your family, in your life, in your, in, in your lineage will move in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, make your confession one more time and say, I am a man of faith. I am a woman of faith. I am a man of faith. I am a woman of faith. I am a pastor full of faith. I am a leader of faith. Come on, make that confession this morning. In the name of Jesus, I walk by faith and not by sight. I walk by faith and not by sight. I am a man of faith. I am a woman of faith. Declare it right now in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. My goodness. The second thing that I want to give you, or the fourth thing, or the second for today, I want to give you is, you must serve the Lord. If you're going to activate covenant blessings in your life, you must serve the Lord. You must serve the Lord. Let me tell you something. Some of you think that serving the Lord is a waste of time. It is not a waste of time. If you're going to activate covenant blessings, you must serve the Lord. You know, many Christians don't know how they lose out on the blessings of God because of not serving. Look, we thank God for virtual services and we thank God for virtual members. But let me tell you, there is something you're missing. There is an aspect of God's covenant that you will not activate by watching online. You must be on site and you must serve God. You must do something with your hands, with your life, with your gifts in the church. You must use what God has given unto you to serve him in the house of God. You know, there are people who just say, as long as I go to church, as long as I attend the service, I will tune in. You know, they are bed, uh, we call them bedside Baptist, they belong to the bedside Baptist church. They watch the services in their bed. 
you know, on Sundays. They don't go to church. They don't serve in any department. They are just at home watching the services online. Look, there is an aspect of covenant blessings that you will never experience by just being a virtual member. You must be on site. You must be on the ground. And you must serve God. You must use your gifts. You must use your talents. You must use your abilities to serve God in the church. Hmm? There is an aspect of the blessing you never activate by just being a spectator. In fact, there are people who even celebrate not serving God. I had somebody tell me that somebody made a comment and he said that these days I don't serve God and I am very, very happy. I mean, it is, it is an error. It is an error. I want to repeat, it is an error. Somebody saying that I am very happy because now I don't serve God. Nobody is placing any demands on me. I don't have to come early. I don't have to attend meetings. I don't have to be there for meetings to strategize so that I may serve God. I am free. I just come, enjoy a nice sermon, enjoy worship, and go home. It is an error. It is deception of the highest order to think that serving God inconveniences you. To think that serving God takes away your joy. It is an error. And I want to repeat, it is an error. It is the, 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 the deception of the enemy upon their lives to lie to them that they don't need to serve God. That serving God is strenuous. Serving God, you know, you have to commit yourself. You have to set aside your time. You have to sacrifice some things. And so they say, for me to be happy, I need to step down. I just come attend the service and I go home. I want to repeat, it is an error. And we need to correct that error this morning. In fact, for some of us, when we serve, we are more joyful. When we serve, we are more happy. When we serve, we are more excited. When we don't serve, we are sad because we feel like we are not doing anything with our lives. The gifts God has given us, the time God has given us, the privilege God has given us, even being alive. By us serving, we are telling God, thank you. Thank you for keeping us alive. Thank you for saving us. Thank you for just allowing us to see 2024. And that's why we are serving you. I will be so scared. I will be so scared. I will feel so guilty if I don't serve God. Woe unto me if I don't preach the gospel. I will feel so guilty if I don't preach. I will feel so guilty if I don't show up in God's house to use my gifts, to use my anointing, to use my time, to use my hands to serve God. The hands I have. He's the one who has given me. The time I have, he's the one who has granted me. The gifts that I have, he's the one who has granted me. The anointing upon my life, he's the one who gives me. So I cannot say from today I will not serve him. In fact, it is dangerous. You are telling God that you are a very, a very, you are, you are an ungrateful spiritual brat in his house. You can't recognize what he has done in your life, how he has blessed you, how he has lifted you, how he has given you victory, how he has blessed you with a job, how he has blessed you with a family. Come on. Come on. Come on. You, you have to do something for God. You have to serve him. So be on site. Some of you, you know, you just watch online, but I want to challenge you from this Sunday. It is high time you show up and be on site and join a department and begin to serve God. Because by serving him, you activate covenant blessings upon your life. Oh, this is so good. Job chapter 36 and verse 12. I want you to look at this scripture keenly. It is a powerful scripture. Job chapter 36. 
36 and verse 12. Never forget this scripture as long as you live. You people who are just spectators, this is a scripture I want you to read and read it over and over again. Job chapter 36 and verse 12. Stick it somewhere so that when you think of not serving, you keep serving. And those who are serving, this is a scripture you need to hold dear to your heart. Job chapter 36 verse 12. The Bible says, if they obey and serve him, if they obey and serve him, what will happen? They shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasures. God says, if you obey, and then he adds something else, and you begin to serve. You see, when you serve, you will obey. Obedience, in fact, let me rephrase. Serving flows out of obedience. Obedience triggers serving. When you obey the voice of God, you will serve him. Many people who don't serve is simply because they have not obeyed the word of God. Service flows out of obedience. Obedience triggers service. If they obey and serve me, when you see people serving God, they have obeyed a command. They have obeyed the word of God. They have obeyed the instructions of God upon their lives. So when you serve, God tells you this and God gives you his word. You activate a covenant blessing in your life. He says you will spend your days, my goodness, in prosperity and your years in pleasure. Who doesn't want to spend their days in prosperity? Who doesn't want to spend their years in pleasure? I want to spend my days in prosperity. I want to spend my years in pleasure. I don't know how many years God has granted me to live here on earth, but I want to spend my years in pleasure. I want to spend my days in prosperity. Look, when you begin to serve God, you activate this blessing over your life. If you don't serve God, you can claim it, you can prophesy it, you can speak it, but it will never happen in your life. If you're just a virtual believer, virtual Christian, you don't show up, you just walk Watch the service at the convenience of your bed. You don't use your time. You don't use your hands. You don't use your beasts. You don't use your talents to serve God. I am telling you this scripture will not be fulfilled in your life. But those who are here and are serving God, I want to encourage you, don't give up on God. Don't step down. Don't quit. Keep serving. As you are serving, you activate this covenant blessing upon your life. As you are ushering, as you are singing in the worship team, as you are, as you are serving, in the media department, as you're serving in the massive ministry, as you're serving in the outreach, whatever you're doing for God, you are activating this covenant blessing over your life. You will spend your days in prosperity and your years in pleasure. Do you know what that tells me? If I want to be rich, I must serve God. If I want to prosper, I must serve God. If I want to spend my years in pleasure, I must serve God. If I'm going to spend my days in prosperity i'm gonna serve god this should renew your energy this should renew your resolve to serve god that this year you're gonna serve god even more you're gonna serve god even more and there are people here your departments are not very active you only serve once in a while you need to join another department every week you should do something for god every sunday you should do something from god for god on a weekly basis you should do something for god don't just be in one department you can be in two one that you love and the other one that keeps you serving god on a weekly basis because you want to activate this blessing this covenant blessing over your life 
days in prosperity and years in pleasure. Hallelujah. Mm. I feel the anointing. Exodus chapter 23. This one everybody knows. 25 to 26. The Bible says, So you shall serve the Lord your God, and he will bless your bread and your water, and he will take sicknesses away from you. No one shall suffer miscarriage or be barren in your land. And God says he will fulfill the number of your days. These are all blessings of serving God. When you serve God, you activate this covenant blessing upon your life. If you are here and you are not serving God, you are missing out big time. It is high time you step forward. It is high time you step up. It is high time you rise to the occasion and decide that you are going to serve God with your gifts, with your time, with your talent, with everything that God has invested in you. You must serve God. Don't withhold your sword. If you withhold your sword, the Bible says you are your caster according to jeremiah you must have use your gifts use your talents use your abilities use your endowments use everything that god has given you to serve him and when you do that you will activate all these blessings upon your life your bread will be blessed your water will be blessed oh you will experience perfect health good health hallelujah nobody will suffer miscarriage you will not suffer miscarriage for serving god and the number of your days you shall fulfill. It is time to pray, ladies and gentlemen. I want us to lift our voice right now and begin to pray. The first prayer that I want you to pray is that you will serve God. You will serve God faithfully. You will serve God with all your heart. You will serve God with all your mind. In the name of Jesus, raise up your voice right now and pray. If you are not serving, I want you to make a commitment this morning that you will start serving God in the name of Jesus. Make a commitment right now that you will serve God in the name of Jesus Father in Jesus name I pray for myself this morning that you have anointed me you have gifted me you have called me to serve you I pray oh God that my commitment to you will be strengthened this morning that I may serve you like never before I will not back down I will not give up I will not give in to pressure to circumstances I will not be discouraged to a point where I step down from my calling in the name of Jesus this morning father I re renew my commitment. This morning, oh God, I renew, I renew my resolve to serve you like never before. In the name of Jesus, I will use my time. I will use my gifts. I will use my talents to serve you. I will invest myself to kingdom service. I will give myself to kingdom service. I will surrender myself to kingdom service. In the name of Jesus, I pray, oh God, that where I have I have been weak. I, may that area be strengthened this morning that I may serve you diligently. Father, I even ask for forgiveness for serving you uh, not wholeheartedly. I ask for forgiveness for serving you casually. Today I renew my commitment. Today I renew my resolve to serve you wholeheartedly with all my strength, with all my mind, with all my heart, with everything within me. In the name of Jesus, I will not allow anything. 
I will not allow anyone to take me away from that place of service in the name of Jesus. I will not succumb to discouragement. I will not succumb to lethargy. I will not succumb, oh God, oh yes, to public opinion in the name of Jesus. My resolve is being strengthened. My commitment is becoming stronger to serve you wholeheartedly. Every breath that you give me, I will use it to serve you. Every money that you give me, I will use it to serve you. Every privilege you bring my way, I will use it to serve you. Every promotion that comes my way, I will use it to serve you. Oh yes, in the name of Jesus, every opportunity that I get, I will use it to serve you, oh God. I will not relent. I will not relent when it comes to serving you. I will not lower my standards when it comes to serving you. I will serve you with all my heart. I will serve you with all my abilities. I will serve you with all my strength. I will serve you with all my mind. I will serve you with my body in the name of Jesus. I will not complain. I will not feel inconvenienced. Oh yes, in Jesus' name. Come on, raise your voice and make that commitment to God this morning. That you will serve him. I will I will not wait for somebody co to coerce me. I will not wait for somebody to remind me <coughs> to serve <coughs> to serve you, oh Lord. <coughs> Excuse me. In the name of Jesus. Some of you have even stopped serving God. You are not serving. Your department is dying. Your department is on crutches. Your department is in ICU. Today, I want you to turn around and resurrect your department. I want you to turn around and breathe life to your department and go back to the place of service so that you may activate covenant blessings. No more lethargy, no more laziness. In the name of Jesus, we are bouncing back. We are bouncing back. We are coming back to that place of service. We are coming back to the place of kingdom service. In the name of Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody pray, pray, pray. I need to hear you in the spirit. Praying, 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 praying. Pray with all your heart. Pray. Some of you, you are going down. You are serving, but you are going down. You are renewing your commitment. You are renewing your resolve to serve God. No matter how you feel, no matter what you're going through, no matter the challenges in your life, God did not tell us it would be easy. God did not tell us we will serve him when we are just happy. God did not promise us that serving is going to be easy. You have to make a commitment. You have to resolve that you're going to serve him. You have to decide. You have to make a quality decision that you're going to serve him despite of what you're going through. And this morning, may God renew you. May God renew your strength as you're praying to him. May God renew your strength as you wait on him. May God renew your strength. May you bounce back with power, with vigor, with enthusiasm, with excitement to serve the Lord in the name of Jesus. And as you serve him, I pray that you shall spend your days in prosperity. As we serve him, we shall spend our days in prosperity and our years in pleasure. As we serve him, he will bless our bread and he will bless our water. As we serve him, the number of our days we shall fulfill here on earth in the name of Jesus. As we serve him, he will take away all sicknesses and diseases from our midst in the name of Jesus. As we serve him, nobody will suffer misery. Courage. No one will you lose.
those there young in the name of Jesus come on claim that promise declare that promise over your life today in the name of Jesus proclaim it over your life that as you serve him you will activate covenant blessings upon your life in the name of Jesus I will use my time I will use my gifts I will use my talents to serve him in the name of Jesus no more lethargy no more laziness no more dragging of my feet in the name of Jesus Lord I will serve you as for me and my house we will serve the Lord as for me and my house we will serve Jehovah I want to prophesy over those who have been serving God may you spend your days in prosperity in the name of Jesus may Monday be your day of prosperity may Tuesday be your day of prosperity may Wednesday be your day of prosperity may Thursday be your day of prosperity may Friday be your day of prosperity. May Saturday be a day of your prosperity. May Sunday be your day of prosperity. In the name of Jesus, may you spend your years in pleasure, not in toil and, and, and in pain, but in pleasure. In the name of Jesus, as you serve God, may God usher you to a dimension of prosperity. May God usher you to a dimension of pleasures, pleasures evermore. In the name of Jesus, may he activate blessings May he activate prosperity. May he activate pleasures over your life because you are a servant in his kingdom. Because you serve him wholeheartedly. As you serve him faithfully, may he bless your bread. May he bless your water. May he, may he empower you. Oh yes, in all aspects of life, in the name of Jesus. May you fulfill the number of your days here on earth. May you never die prematurely in the name of Jesus. As you serve him, may you never die prematurely in the name of Jesus. As you serve him, may you never suffer miscarriage in any way, not just of children, but even of opportunities, of, 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 of monies, of, 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 of great, great doors that God has purposed to open before you. May you never suffer miscarriage of any kind in your life in the name of Jesus. As you serve him, may you enjoy health, may you enjoy strength in your body, in the name of Jesus. Oh my goodness. Father, we thank you. I want you to also pray. Oh yes. I want you to pray that you'll be a man of faith. I want you to pray right now as your faith is rising. That you'll be a woman of faith. As your faith is rising, may you command every mountain to move out of your way. In the name of Jesus. I don't know which mountain is before you. I don't know which mountain is standing before you. But I want you to exercise your faith right now. Oh yes. Jesus said even if it's a... It's, it's like a, a mustard seed. You can use it. You can engage it. You can move a mountain and the mountain will move in the name of Jesus. In the next few minutes, I want you to exercise your faith. I want you to engage your faith. I want you to shift gears as far as your faith is concerned. And that mountain that you can see in your life, I want you to command it to move right now in the name of Jesus. Everybody everywhere, raise your voice and command the mountain to move. Exercise your faith right now. In the name of Jesus, you are a man of faith. You are a woman of faith. Exercise your faith right now because you trust in God. Your confidence is in God that whatever you declare, it will come to pass. In the name of Jesus, move that mountain right now. Move that mountain right now. Move that mountain right now. 
Move that mountain right now. That mountain of disease. That mountain of curses. That mountain of chains around your neck and around your life. That mountain of deaths in your life. That mountain of disease in your life. That mountain of stagnation. That mountain of barrenness. I want you to move it right now. Come on, exercise your faith this morning. Exercise your faith this morning. Speak to that mountain. It has ears. It can hear you. Speak to it right now and command it to move in the name of Jesus. Every mountain, every obstacle, every hurdle, every mountain that has erected itself, every mountain that has been mounted by the enemy. Oh, yes, in front of me. It is so wide. It is so high. I command it to move right now. In the name of Jesus, that mountain, that mountain of poverty, I command it to move right now in the name of Jesus. That mountain of impossibility that is standing right in front of my in front of my face i command it to move right now in the name of jesus that mountain that mountain of defeat i command you to move right now out of my way in the name of jesus every mountain blocking my view i command you to move out of my way right now in the name of jesus every mountain of failure every mountain of stagnation every mountain of retrogression i command you to move out of my way in the name of Jesus, every mountain of failure, every mountain of shame, I command you to move out of my way right now. In the name of Jesus, every mountain of barrenness, I command you to move out of my way right now. In the name of Jesus, every mountain of fear and intimidation, I command you to move out of my way right now. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, come on, speak to that mountain right now. In the next couple of minutes, speak to that mountain to move. Speak to that mountain to be cast out of your way right now. In the name of Jesus, it has to go. It has to go. It has to go. It has to live your life. In the name of Jesus, the devil is a liar. That mountain that he had erected in your life, that mountain that had blocked your view, that you can't even see, the destiny that God has for you, command it to go, command it to go, command it to go right now in the name of Jesus, command it to go in the name of Jesus, that mountain of marital delay in your life, I command it to go in the name of Jesus. That mountain, that mountain of hopelessness, I command it to move, move out of our way, move out of our way, move out of our way in the name of Jesus. That mountain of backsliding, you get saved and you backslide, you get saved and you backslide. May it move out of your way, may it move out of your way in the name of Jesus. I pray that may your faith work for you, may your faith work for you, may your faith activate covenant blessings over your life right now in the name of Jesus as Abraham believed and the mountain was removed as you are believing this morning may miracles take place may breakthroughs take place in your life may God activate increase over your life today may God activate covenant blessings over your family today in the name of Jesus 
May God release packages of blessings as your faith is being activated, as you're engaging your faith this morning. May God release miracles in your life in the name of Jesus. May God release prosperity in your life in the name of Jesus. May God release pleasures over your life today in the name of Jesus. May you spend your days, may you spend your days in prosperity. May you spend your years in pleasure in the name of Jesus. May God release and grant the desires of your heart as you exercise your faith in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you for weddings. Thank you for marriages. Thank you for children being born in marriages in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for job opportunities. Thank you, Lord, for flattening every mountain. Thank you, Lord, for removing obstacles. Oh, yes, on our path in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for pushing us forward. Thank you, oh God, for accelerating our lives forward in the name of Jesus. Thank you, oh Lord, because the mountain has been removed and breakthroughs are beginning to take place. Miracles are beginning to take place. Mighty things are beginning to take place in our life today. In the name of Jesus, we give you glory. We give you praise. We give you honor. We magnify you. We glorify you. We lift up your name. I want you to open your mouth and be thankful to God. Bless his holy name right now. Magnify him right now. Exalt him right now for doing it, for moving every mountain out of your way. Magnify him right now for removing mountains on your path. In the name of Jesus, exalt his name. Hallelujah. For removing obstacles. Oh, yes. Oh, hindering obstacles and hurdles out of the way for you. In the name of Jesus, oh, Father, we thank you. Oh, Father, we bless you. Oh, Father, we magnify you. Hallelujah. I feel like I need to pray with someone here. You have faced a mountain in your life. It has been difficult. The mountain is high. The mountain is wide. I want to pray with you right now. I want to declare right now, I join my faith with your faith right now. And I decree that may that mountain be moved out of your way in the name of Jesus. That mountain that has intimidated you intimidated you that mountain that has impeded your growth and your progress in life that mountain that has frustrated your business frustrated your finances that mountain that has worked against your relationships this morning i pray for you i stand with you i join with your faith i command that mountain to move in the name of jesus may it move out of your way right now in the name of jesus that mountain that has bound your husband that has bound your wife that has bound your siblings that has bound your family i command that mountain right now to get out of the way in the name of Jesus. I join my faith with your faith and I declare may that mountain be moved right now in the name of Jesus. That mountain of poverty, that mountain of failure, that mountain of barrenness, that mountain of people not getting married in your family. I command that mountain right now to move out of the way in the name of Jesus. That mountain of broken hearts, everybody in your family, their hearts are being broken left, right and center. No relationship is working. No marriage has survived. This morning, I command that mountain to move out of your family, to move out of your lineage. In the name of Jesus, that mountain of demonic oppression and affliction that has been there in your family for many years, I join with your faith. I command that mountain right now to move out of the way. In the name of Jesus, to move out of the way. In the name of Jesus, that mountain of poverty, you can see 
it, you can smell it, you can sense it. It is even after you, it is after you, it is in hot pursuit. We command that mountain to move. I join your faith and command that mountain to move out of the way right now in the name of Jesus. That mountain of poverty is like a stronghold that the devil has established in your family. I want to I want to join with your faith and command it to move out of the way right now in the name of Jesus. That mountain that where marriages don't work, marriages don't work. Your brother's marriages are in shambles. Your sister's marriages are in shambles. Nothing is working. Nobody has sustained a marriage for uh, for five years or four years. Today I command that mountain to move out of the way in the name of Jesus. Move out of the way. Nobody is happy. There is a mountain of sadness in somebody's life, in a family here. Nobody is happy in your family. Everybody is sad. Everybody is mad. Everybody is angry. Everybody is joyless. Today I declare that may that mountain be moved out of your family in the name of Jesus. The mountain of witchcraft that has been established in your home, in your family for many years. We command the mountain to move. I command that mountain to move by faith in the name of Jesus. I command that mountain to move in the name of Jesus. That mountain of miscarriage. There are people, there have been several miscarriages in your lineage, in your family. I want you to command that mountain to move. I join with your faith. I command that mountain to move. Children will not die. Infants will not die in your family. Fetus will not die in the mother's womb in your family anymore. In the name of Jesus, I speak life to every womb in your family. I speak longevity of life to every womb in your family. When your sisters conceive, they will keep the pregnancy to full time. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Children will be born. Children will be born. Children will be born in your family. In the name of Jesus. Some of you, there is a mountain of joblessness. Nobody keeps a job. Nobody has a good job. Nobody has a good business. The whole family is struggling. The whole family is struggling to make ends meet. This morning, I command that mountain. I join with your faith. We command the mountain to move. Move out of the way. Move out of the way. Move out of, out of the way right now in the name of Jesus. You mountain of joblessness. You mountain of hustling. You mountain of struggles. Nobody has made it. Nobody is doing well. You are all poor. You are all struggling financially. I move that mountain out of your lineage. I move that mountain out of your bloodline right now in the name of Jesus. Out of your family, pilots will come forth. Engineers will come forth. Lawyers will come forth. Billionaires and millionaires will come forth. It will begin with you in the name of Jesus. Successful men and women will rise out of that family in the name of Jesus. Oh my goodness. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless you for moving mountains. Thank you that we shall spend our days in prosperity and our years in pleasure. In the name of Jesus, we give you glory. We give you praise. We give you honor. We magnify you, oh Jesus, because there is no one like you. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody shout aloud, Amen. Amen. Can we clap our hands and celebrate Jesus for moving mountains out of our lives this morning? Let's appreciate him. Let's glorify him. Thank you, Jesus, for moving mountains out of our lives this morning. We love you. 
we bless you, we glorify you. Oh, we exalt you, oh God, because there is no one like you, oh Jesus. Thank you, Father. King of kings and Lord of lords, be exalted and be magnified. In Jesus' name, we all shout a big amen. Woo, glory. Hmm. I want you to type again, I'm a man of faith. I am a woman of faith. Type again, I am a man of faith. I am a woman of faith. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. This month is our month of walking in faith. This month is our month of walking in faith. You are going to walk in faith. I want you to start up your faith to rise. Start up your faith this month. Believe God for humongous things in your life. I am a man of faith. I am a woman of faith. This is our month of walking in faith or walking by faith. We will not walk by sight. We will walk by faith. Every project that you want to do, I want you to kick it off by faith. Anything you need to accomplish, I want you to kick it off by faith. It is our month of walking by faith. In Jesus' name. And every mountain will move. Every mountain in your life will move. Every mountain in your family will move because you're walking in faith or by faith. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can now get in touch with Dr. Dazo Tachero on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.